Hey! Hey! You're listening to The Sky's the Limit with Courtney and Teresa. We're retelling stories about growing up in a white society. Thanks for joining us today. You're Courtney. You're Teresa. You ready? I'm ready. Let's get started. Please note that Courtney and Teresa's stories are raw and authentic. Explicit language is used. This is your warning. Welcome back, everyone. We're on episode seven, and we're in for a treat today. Today, we have Waleed. Waleed. <laughs> I just like more. Two names. We have <laughs> Wally with us, and we're going to get to know Wally and have a conversation, clearly. Well, I guess so, because I'm just meeting Wally for the first time right now. Well, in person. In person. I, well, yes, because we have definitely stalked each other on social media. And we have and, a Zoom call. And Wally totally helped us get this started. So now <laughs> we're in episode seven. We are experts, sort of. And Wally has his own podcast. I do. Um, hi, guys. I'm Wally. Um, thank you guys for having me on this episode. Um, yeah, I have a, the Mylon Wally show, which I do with my the founder of the Peter Company that I'm a part of. And then I also have uh, Sex Trades, which I do with, in my when I'm in drag, um, which is a video and a podcast format show. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> That's exciting. And it makes sense to us to have you as our very first guest, because you did, as Teresa mentioned again, help us get off the ground and get this thing running and giving us advice, which we are so appreciative of because we literally did everything you told us to. <laughs> yes. And here we are, seven episodes in on multiple platforms. Yes. yes. Um. So let's let the listeners get to know you and us get to know you better. Yeah. So kind of tell us your story. Like, where were you born? Like, Oh gosh. Um, I feel so old when I talk about that. <laughs> I'm 26, so I'm not that old, but I was born in Afghanistan, um, in 1994. We moved to Pakistan like a month after I was born. Um, you know, cause getting away from war, that was fun. Um, and then I grew up in Pakistan while I was, until I was 11. And then we came to Canada. Um, so my, most of my life in Canada has been in Scarborough, Toronto area. Mm -hmm. And then I moved to Barrie, uh, moving out of my parents' house with my best friend here in Barrie in 2018. So I've been here for about two years. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Let's backtrack a little Mm -hmm. bit. You dropped a lot of information and a lot of interesting information. (laughs) Yes. Uh, let's kind of back it back up to Afghanistan, Pakistan. Mm -hmm. What was it like growing up? Well, you were only in Afghanistan for a month. Right. But what so was it like growing up in Pakistan? Um, it was fine. I mean, I, like, personally didn't feel, I guess, too much of the stuff that was going on because I was so young, I guess. What um, do you mean by stuff going on? Well, I just feel like I'm sure there was, like, hardships because of, like, what my parents had to deal with, with, like, jobs or, you know, money and all that. But I didn't feel any of that, really. Mm-hmm. Um, were there wars going on in your I region? don't think so. No? Uh, that's not as far as I know, but I could be yeah. completely wrong. But that's um, why you left Afghanistan. Yeah, that's why we left Afghanistan, um, for sure. Um, so we went to Pakistan, and it was, as far as I know, peaceful, or as peaceful as possible. Um, and, uh, yeah, I grew up there until I was 11 with uh, my parents and everything. And we mainly lived in Karachi and... Uh, Peshawar, um, Karachi is the capital, and then we also lived in Islamabad and um, Rawalpindi for a little bit. But uh, it was mainly in uh, Karachi and Peshawar, and yeah, like I said, I was I was main- I had a good life there for the most part. Um, we did have like I guess family from Canada that were helping us out, like if we needed money or financially, they would send us money. And for them, it was like kind of they could send us five hundred dollars, but it'd be like 
converted to like way more there. Mm-hmm. So um, it was good in that sense. And uh, and yeah, and then we moved to Canada and the rest is history. <laughs> so then you your family chose Canada because you already had family here? Is that Yeah, I think when we were moving to Canada, um, you were allowed to, or I think the rules have changed or something, but you, you were allowed to like personally sponsor a family member yeah. or something. And I think that that's what they did. Um, and, uh, and yeah, we, that was in 2005, uh, we landed in Canada on February 25th. And, uh, when I saw, when I got out of the airplane and I saw snow for the first time ever in my life, oh my I was goodness. like, oh my God, this is gorgeous. Um, and then, you know, living here for what, f- how long now? 15 years <laughs> and mm-hmm. over the winter sometimes. <laughs> Especially in Barry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was the first day was a magical experience for sure. Yeah. Have you been back to Pakistan since? I've not. No, I've uh, only been on a plane once and that was to come to Canada. Oh, wow. So I've never been anywhere else on a plane. Um, I've been to the U.S. a couple times, but we drove. So yeah. I okay. want to go traveling really badly. Um, but I just haven't had the chance to do so. Yeah. yeah. Do you still have a lot of family left in Pakistan or Afghanistan? Or did um, everyone kind of migrate? I immigrate? don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm not like, I think we have like distant relatives or whatever, but I'm not extremely close to most of my family. Um, but I think most of our close family is in like England and the US and Germany and like they're all over the place. Yeah. Um, but I think we have like, like cousins and distant relatives or whatever in Afghanistan. Uh, I don't think there's anyone left in Pakistan from my family. Um, I think they all went back to Afghanistan. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you said you were born in 1994. Yes. I'm just doing some quick math. Mm-hmm. So you came over in 2005. Yes. How was it coming? How did you kind of feel being in Canada post 9-11? Especially coming from Pakistan, Afghanistan. Um, I don't think I, again, because I was so young, I don't think I felt that pressure or um uh what's the word that i'm trying to look for like, like the stereotype like did people, yeah. people are afraid of you Were no you i don't think I, I didn't i don't think i ever felt that at all i think and i don't know if this is the right way to say it but i feel like because i am lighter skinned uh, most people didn't even realize that i was that ethnic and i learned english really quickly um, I learned English in like three months. Wow. So when people um, look at you, what, sorry, yeah, that's... No, no, it's okay. <laughs> when people look at you, what, what do you kind of get? Most people assume that I'm Italian or Greek or Spanish. Uh-huh. Um, I've uh-huh. never gotten like Afghanistan or Pakistan. I've gotten like Persian maybe twice, which yeah. is close, I guess, but I've never ever gotten Afghanistan. Um, and, uh, and I do have like hazel green eyes too. I don't know if that like yeah. makes them think that as well. Have you been around people who are darker skin than you and like hear how their experience hurts? Oh, for sure. Like the comments that um, people say towards them. I think maybe at times my brother might have gotten it a little bit worse or whatever because he's tw- he's two years older than I am and he still currently has an accent. Um, and uh, and as you can tell, I don't really have at least a, you know, quote unquote, um, Afghani accent or whatever. But he definitely does. And he like still to this day sometimes like gets a comment about it or whatever um but i for some reason just like wanted to learn english really badly because i don't want to be left out <laughs> so i like learned it super quickly like um i was we did grade five or when i when we came here i was in grade five for like two months i think and then when we went to when i went to grade six i was in esl for i think three months and then i was in the regular English classes. Wow. Um, and I watched a lot of Arthur to learn English. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. 
um, which I do too. Um, so that was great watching TVO as like a 12 year old learning English. Um, but it helped, I guess. Um, and I think the issue too with that, like learning English was the ESL teacher that I had knew less English than I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which I was like, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, and like, Were a they lot... a native English speaker? No. Oh, okay. Um, I believe she was Indian. Um, it's been a long time. But uh, yeah, she would ask me if things were correct. Oh. <laughs> and I would correct her mistakes on the yeah. board. Um, which was like, kind of was like, this doesn't make sense. I'm supposed yeah. to be learning from you. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Well, yeah, because I know that you... Usually they try to get a native English speaker. So, like, it just means English is your first language. Right. Um, but I do know it doesn't have to be your first language. But usually right. you have to pass, like, a certain test and have a certain level of English yourself. So yeah. That's interesting. But I wonder if it's, like, they're just desperate and it's like, all right, well... Yeah, perhaps. Or if, like, enough. stuff has changed. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know any of that. But, uh, yeah, it was it was... I was a weird about that because I'm like, I, aren't I supposed to be learning from you, not the other way around? Yeah. But it was fine. I mean, and clearly I'm fine with speaking English. Um, my vocabulary might not be like, you know, amazing, but I speak it and that's all that matters. Like better now because you have a great vocabulary. No, but I mean like I don't like use like Oxford smart words, but I don't really care. But um, I, I was in the dictionary. It's a smart word. I guess that's true. But yeah. I, don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't use any... I don't either. Actually, um, I yeah, English is my second language, mm -hmm. and I am often very uh, like I make all kinds of grammatical mistakes, especially in my writing. Right. And then because um, English is such a weird language to learn, there's so many like rules, and then so yeah, yeah, actually you know, I found that well, I, I've always knew this because English is again colonization, white supremacy. Mm -hmm. So English is so confusing and hard to learn. Oh, for and, sure. Like, it's universal university scholars like really have to study to like be masters in it. And it was to limit people from being able to use English. So wow. it was a way to separate them and impress them and to hold them down so that they made it so complicated that only the elite, only people that they wanted to learn could learn English. That's why a lot of the rules don't make sense unless you really, really study English. Yeah. So that means that you're putting in, you have like to study for long periods of time and let's be real to do it easiestly is to have money to do it mm -hmm. how many people actually have the amount of money for universities especially with the prices like skyrocketing mm -hmm. like getting more and more right but yeah. that's why english is so confusing it's crazy. the rules don't make sense and only those who really study it can understand the rules and like use them correctly because yeah. even some people use the rules incorrectly thinking that they're using them correctly right mm -hmm. but when you bring it down it's was to separate to oppress <sighs> My goodness. So, yeah, that's crazy. I, I just, I, none of that stuff, like, makes, I'm like, just why? <laughs> like, why, why did, why is this the way that it is? You know what I mean? Like, why can we just, I'm like that girl from Mean Girls. I'm like, why can't we just have a cake made of rainbows and be happy? Yeah. Like, why do we have to, like, you know, be this way and, like, like, marginalize everyone all the time? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, that's why body language is so amazing, because body language is universal. Yeah. Yes. Like, you can tell if someone's crying. Right. Yeah. Well, they do say like nonverbal yeah. communication yeah. is very important. And I'm a Pisces, so I cry a lot. So thank <laughs> you for bringing that up, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think they're like, and that's sometimes I like not feel guilty about being lighter skinned or whatever, but I do like think I'm like, I've had, I've definitely had people say to me once they like realize my full name or where I'm from, uh, say like go back to your country or whatever. Like I've definitely had those comments before and it's been like, okay, first of all, you don't actually know where I was born. 
um so screw you <laughs> second of all i'm like imagine i was like even more like visibly a minority like i just can't imagine having to deal with that like through your whole life like that's just really crappy to have to go through mm-hmm. that in like such a i guess caucasian society or whatever yes. um but yeah i don't know so i'm curious when mm-hmm. you came at 11 and you were like eager to learn english yes. and you were in an esl class like did you find yourself like hanging out with most of the people who were like ESL or did you? I did because most of the time was spent with them yeah. because of school. Yeah. But I did also have friends from other areas, like I guess um, other cliques or whatever. Because I, I've always been the type of person who makes friends and conversations super easily um, unless I'm like shy, which happens rarely. But if I don't know anyone in the room at all, then I get shy. But if I know at least one person in the room and they're my friend or whatever, then I like am more comfortable talking. Um, and I do talk a lot <laughs> once I know someone. But uh, but yeah, I, most of my friends were from ESL as well. So mostly ethnic. Yeah. But a lot of the times I was probably like they would ask me for help or whatever because I was the, I guess, most or the best ink speaker or the, fluent. the most fluent. You picked it yeah. up the best. Um, yeah, my brother was in ESL for like three years or four years um and then we had a friend who lived in the same building as us and he was he was also from afghanistan um but i think he was born in russia anyway he was in esl for like five six years so i i don't know if it's just that i could pick up languages quickly or if i was what, my age there's, or... a, there's a lot of combinations and that's also like yeah they could have been teaching to the way that you learn right that's true whereas not everyone learns the same right. way and they talk about the different learning styles right um and then you know it actually kind of triggered a question for me mm-hmm. was when we talked about your episode and we talked about your parents and how your mom doesn't know english but she tried to learn it but it just didn't work for you mm-hmm. i was gonna ask the similar question to you yeah. about your parents my parents are my mom is exactly the same way she oh. went to esl like classes like adult classes for so long and could never do it like she just never picked it up um like she can kind of understand what people are saying to her and like has a few words here and there that she can respond with but she does not know english fluently at all my dad is pretty fluent in it but he still has a very thick accent um but yeah my mom like whenever i was trying to help her with her like i guess homework or whatever like i sometimes get frustrated because i'm like and it's probably just because it wasn't her learning style or whatever it was but i was like I was like, this is the same thing we went through for like the same week. How did you not understand that? Like, you know what was going on? But now I'm like looking back and I'm like, oh, it's probably because it wasn't either her learning style. She just wasn't picking it up because she like, maybe there was a block or something. Sure. Um, but like the, the one thing that I found so like quirky, I guess, was she would say Apple, but then if a word had an H, she wouldn't pronounce the H. She would say Appy instead of Happy. And I was like, if you can say the H, if you can add an H, why can't you just say the H? And I was just like, Mom, what are you doing? And she's like, I don't know. That's what I think it is. I'm like, well, that one has an H, or that one doesn't, but you're, you're just switching them. Then she just never got it. Um, but I feel like like, she probably, like, we're, we're not extremely close at uh, this point in my life, but uh, I definitely used to be her favorite, um, especially growing up in Pakistan. I was always like the quote-unquote better student from you know my older brother and I um so I was more like academic and she was she looked up to that I guess or she appreciated that more um because in her culture that's like way more important than the arts and all that um and in Pakistan they would like rate you 
like all the students got rated in a like a system so like you were rated in each class and then you were also rated in the whole school at least that's how it was when i was going by grade like by grades or no just in general um so i was always like first or second in like the whole school (laughs) and so my mom like would like um you know reward me for that but then put my brother down because he was always like a lot lower than i was like in the 50s or sometimes even the hundreds from the whole school um and then there was one year where i like started crying so bad because i the teacher for some reason just hated me and she like gave me like a 35 rating or whatever so i was like 35th in the whole school but my marks were higher than some of the other students and i just was like upset because i don't necessarily care about that i mean maybe i did more so then but now i don't care about like the right what does it mean now yeah but but at the time i was like this doesn't make sense my marks are better than this person why am i lower than them right i'm very much like i don't necessarily care about marks that much anymore um but it's the fact that you're just being but it's like just be fair yeah Yeah, exactly that was my issue and i I I cried so hard and like my mom was like it's fine i'm like it's just like you know you got good marks i'm like but that's not the point i should be higher than these people but i'm not um but now like i definitely realized that like it's not the marks that matter it's what you actually take away from it yeah um but the takeaway was it wasn't fair. Right, exactly. Like, and, it, it, and it wasn't about the marks. And obviously in that example, it was about marks. But right. Like, the overall takeaway was just like... That was unfair. Yeah, exactly. That was unfair. That mm-hmm. was... Yeah. yeah. She definitely... Like, I don't know what she had against me. Like, she, like, would call me names sometimes. And, like, I just did not understand why. Um, and, like, she always... Like, that teacher treated me so much worse than everyone else in the class. And I didn't know... I didn't understand why. Like, I don't know if it had to do with, like... Pretty much everyone in the class was from Pakistan, and I was the only one that wasn't technically from Pakistan. Mm. I don't know if that was a thing at all, um, but Um, potentially. Um, So she was like, I guess, putting all the other students above me because they were, you know, from her same country. Um, Mm. But who knows? Yeah. Um, I was actually kind of wondering, would you be comfortable saying your full name? Yeah, um, well, my full, full name is Abdul Walid Hassanzai. Um, I don't like the name Abdul for some reason. I I think it's also because in our culture, it's very popular to um, give most kids the same first name. So my older brother also has the same first name, but we have different middle names. And at home, you go by the middle name, um, which I know in the Western world is the opposite. for the most part. But yeah, at home you go by the middle name and then in school they would call me the full name. Like they would call me Abdul Walid. And uh which I was fine with and then when I came to, when we came to Canada, it always got confusing because they went by our first name and yeah. we were both Abdul. Um so I always like tried to like be like, hey, like either call me Walid or um just you know, use an initial for like if you're sending us letters or whatever, just because then it's not confusing. Um, cause I was a great student for the most part. So I was like, if he's getting, gets in trouble, I don't think I'm playing for it. Um, Such a sibling. Um, I'm also like, I, and when we came to Canada, uh, my mom got pregnant like pretty quickly. So she had a, a, a son here. Um, and he was at, for like the longest time, the only like Canadian in the family. Right. Um, but so, so yeah, ever since then, I definitely have had the middle child syndrome. <laughs> so that was probably part of that. But uh, but yeah, I, I've always gone with Walid, and my parents spelt it incorrectly in English, um, because in our language in Dari, which is my, my I guess quote unquote mother tongue, is uh, there's only one letter for the e sound. Okay. okay. So when they translated it into English, they only used one letter, and it was W A L E D. So everyone that would read it would say Walid. 
and that would annoy me so much. Um, but I also realized that it wasn't necessarily their fault because technically Walid is usually spelled with two E's or an I. Mm. Um, so even if they had seen the name before, it, they were like, this is a different way of spelling it. So they would assume that it was on purpose. Um, but no, my parents just spelled it wrong um, <laughs> when they were translating it, I guess. Um, well, sometimes it's hard to translate into English. Oh, for sure. There's a lot yes. of not like direct translations. Exactly. My siblings, so on my dad's side, have like, so like my last name is Lao, mm -hmm. and my dad's last name is Lao. But then, like, all my siblings is low, L-O-W, because when my dad first came to Canada, like, that's how they translated it. Oh, I see. So... So you have a different last name than... Like, but, but same father. <laughs> same father. Right. Still, like, the same Chinese last name. Right, 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 right. They just spelled it differently. They just spelled it differently. So that's like, so funny. Like, it's just how it was translated. Yeah. 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 I guess that's what happened. <laughs> but then if, if it was a random person who looked at your sibling's ID with your ID, they wouldn't think that you were related family-wise. Because right. they would look at that right. and be like, no, it's yes. different. And my dad changed later on. So, like, he's no longer L-O-W. No, he's L-A-W. Oh, he's back to the original. Or what it's supposed or to be, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like it just sounds more like it. And then the rest of your siblings are still have the... L-O-W. That's so funny. So, they, they, well, so right now they're basically fatherless if they looked at it. Right. <laughs> the yeah, past well, thing. you know, he did, he did leave the family. Like, he did leave the family, so I don't know. Okay. I don't know if there's, like... I don't know if there's any bad blood there, so... They're all getting along at the moment. There's um, a lot of sky's the limit conversation. Yeah. Right now. Not right now. We're back to Wally. So, okay, let's uh, fast forward a bit. Okay, mm -hmm. okay so you... Moved to Barry in 2018. Yes. And with your best friend, like, why Barry? And also, what do you kind of do now? Like, yeah. With like, what? With life? Like, I'm like, saying, like, why you, like, left home? Like, you don't have to go well, into I mean, that I, story. But it's just, um, like, what do you do now? Like, what do you do for fun? Like, what's your passion? Because I think those stories all tie together. Right. Um, well, if, going back to, like, how I was used to be the more academic one, and I think when I started going to high school, I became more... Um, artsy I guess or wanted to tap more into that because I always did it like even at PAX when we did shows and whatever I was always in them um, but when I went to high school I wanted to do more of that and I guess my mother didn't like that um, so you know whatever but uh, but yeah I moved to Barrie um, because my best friend uh, grew up here um, and she the, I met her at an acting school um, and uh, she moved back with her mom here for a bit and then she had a baby um, and uh wanted to move out and I at that time desperately needed a place to move into um because of leaving home for lots of reasons that we can get into another time and uh um and yeah so I, I we talked about it and I basically I guess I'm kind of a part-time dad right now because the baby's daddy's not in the life at all um for good reason and um and yeah so that's why we moved to Barry and she didn't want to like get too further away from her mom because okay. her mom lives here and I also was just like I don't care where I live at the moment. I just want to get as far away from my parents as possible, kind of. Mm -hmm. um, so if someone had said, let's move to Calgary, I probably would have taken that up too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yes, that's why I came to Barrie. And uh, I work at like a cafe here um, uh, at the Common Good. I can say that now. <laughs> um, and, uh, I love that cafe. Yeah, I just started there about like a week or two ago. Um, so yeah, come say hi. <laughs> um, Absolutely. And uh, for fun. Already has a cocktail on the menu. Yeah, like my second shift I had a drink on the menu. Really? <laughs> yeah, one of uh, my friends, um, she came in and she wanted a mocktail. Um, I was like, okay, it was like anything specific. She said, no, just make me whatever. So I just randomly put stuff together 
um, and created this drink that looks so pretty. It's like a pink sunrise almost. Um, and uh, and then I was like, oh, if we wanted to make it a cocktail, we could add gin, rose, or rose gin to it. And uh, and yeah, so now it's on the menu. <laughs> and what's it called? It's called Love Potion Number Nine. Ooh. Um, because yeah, I, just, I named it originally Wally's Love Potion, but they didn't want to take that name because they didn't want all the branding to be about me, which is totally understandable. <laughs> um, but you on tried, the, though, you I tried. tried. Well, in the recipe card, it still says Wally's Love Potion, so the the people that work there know what it's really called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you said Wally's Love Potion, they know what you want. So please say that when you come there. Yeah, that's good. We'll do. Um, and for fun, I I uh, work with a theater company in Toronto that's a community theater, so it's all volunteer based, um, called Mortar and Pestle Productions. And when COVID hit and every, we couldn't do any shows anymore and we were in the process of doing a show, like we were two weeks away or three weeks away from our show being open at like around March-ish, whenever it got rid of you know, the um, staying home or whatever it came in, into action. Um, so we basically had to like stop rehearsals and all of that and try to see what we could do to like kind of still keep people entertained and like um still keep the nut company name going so right. it didn't completely die down and like you know still have the social media following or whatever so we thought of like creating online content um and that's how the podcast is that the wally show the mel and wally show yeah that's one of our shows um that's one of our shows that uh because mel is the founder of the theater company who's one of my best friends as well and uh, we thought of just doing a podcast, just talking about whatever we want every episode. We wanted to originally call it the official MNP podcast, which the Modern Puzzle podcast. But then we were like, if we do that, then we may have to like have each episode kind of be based in theater. But we didn't necessarily want to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so we were like, let's just put our names on it. And then we also do radio plays and um, stuff like that. For And that's usually bi-weekly, sometimes weekly. We just finished our Macbeth series, which is a three-parter series um, where I played a child two different children, so I had to do, have two different children's voices. And I'm not the best voice person. Mm -hmm. I was like, why did she give me four different characters to play now? I was like, if you give me one small character, I would have been happy with it, but she gave me four smaller characters to play, which I don't care about that. Yeah, no, I know, but I was like, I am not a voice person, and she knows that, so I was like, you know I can't do like a thousand accents. I did, I did do it, I, we made it work. Um, and then uh, we also do the, like sex trades that I mentioned, which is mm -hmm. my uh, sex relationship advice talk show. Basically, I talk about whatever I want while I'm in drag. Um, Jacqueline of all trades is my drag name, and that's kind of so briefly fun. tell us about your drag. Like, yeah, how long have you been doing it for? Um, I've been technically doing drag, I guess, for two, three years now. Um, the first time I ever got into drag, um, what my one of my friends was a makeup artist put me in drag, and I hadn't at that time even watched Drag Race at all. Um, I like I I know the show exists because it's been on season for like twelve years or whatever, yeah. but I hadn't watched it yet, and I don't know if, for whatever reason. And then I was like, I really wanted to like start getting into it just because um, I thought it would be fun and it would be great for um, my uh, um, art self as well because I love characters and um, doing uh, different characters and all that stuff. So I started doing that, and I thought of a name because I love puns and I love wanted to like choose a name that kind of mesh genders and didn't really have a gender um and so i chose jacqueline but it's spelled j-a-c-k-e-l-y-n-n-e um uh, <laughs> and uh because you know i also wanted to make it hard for people to find me online because it's spelled so weirdly <laughs> um but yeah so i got into that and i usually my quote-unquote aesthetic i guess is like looking as i guess womanly as possible but i still have my chest hair out because yeah who cares um i mean apparently a lot of people do care but, but there's not one drag cuts well exactly and it's also not 
Like, gender is one person in the world. So why yeah. Is also, there's gender is a social construct. Like, who cares? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so I, I just <laughs> recently made a post on my drag account about that because I'm like, leave my chest hair alone. <laughs> like, if you don't want to see it, then don't look at it. Like, I don't know what to tell right. you. Yeah. This is my drag. Yeah. <laughs> and there's thousands of kinds of drags. Like, people only think like because it's I guess quote unquote mainstream that there's only the. Uh, one type of drag which is corseted and everyone has to look as quote-unquote womanly as possible and that's not true there's been trans queens for like you know since drag started and all of that and people don't realize that and drag kings that like don't get as much recognition as drag queens do a lot of the times because it's not been on tv as much Mm -hmm. um and i'm just like it's annoying to not annoying but i guess it is annoying for people to like tell you that the drag you're doing isn't i guess valid or what they think and i'm like okay well then realize that there's millions of types of drag out there like it's just it's so annoying <laughs> um so yeah that's my sounds opinion. like that could be an entire episode oh my yeah, god yeah yeah please do yes. um and yeah so i am excited because i think I, I don't know when exactly yet but follow my drag account because we are going to be doing a drag brunch at common good soon ah. so uh keep your eye out for that and also follow it just because so you can watch my sex trades show and send in questions if you have questions about sex and relationship um, I answer them all. Usually, they um, they turn out either really serious or not serious at all. <laughs> There's no in between. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So I guess that just means we assigned Wally up for another episode later. <laughs> Sounds good. Right. I'm down. Wally did say he was going to take over. Oh my so. god. Okay. Let us not even get to that because I did never said <laughs> that. You next time we have a Zoom chat, we're definitely recording it because I never said those words at all. Okay. But that's fine. Whatever you um, can. Yeah, we'll, we'll stop that there because that will go on forever. We'll do an episode about that as well. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't put you on the spot because that's clearly what I do. Put me on the yeah, and obviously gotta give Teresa a break when we can. Yeah. Um, in your native language, mm-hmm. can you oh, kind of say like a goodbye or like a loving kind of message or? Um, let's hear some of your natural tongue. I don't even know what to say because this is always when we were. But you can say like like thanks like even just thanking us for being on the show. Okay. Hopefully the grammar is correct because I haven't really spoken in a while because I all my friends are English, um, or English speaking. Tashakur um, bara Courtney and or that's English. Tashakur bara Courtney or Teresa kabara de shomara over then. Bisar khubud, bisar mazadim. Um, I will be very happy to hear from you and if I want to hear what you say, don't forget to Instagram which is like what you say. Yeah, thank you very much. What did you roughly say? Thank you means thank you. Okay. Um, so I said thank you a lot if you didn't hear that because <laughs> um, I'm so Canadian <laughs> um, and I mentioned your names and I just said thank you for having me on the show basically and Clearly, I talk a lot about myself, so follow my Instagram and Her comment. Instagram. And I said yeah, comment yeah. on the Instagram if you know what I'm saying. So. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for thank you uh, for having me. Of being course. our first guest. Yeah, yes. you're very welcome. I love it. I love. I love what an this. Honor. I'm glad you guys are doing this. This is so fun. You you two have great um, voices to share and you know life stories to share. So I'm glad you guys are doing this. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>